Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. Okay, we have fresh prayer, we have fresh songs, we have fresh messages for this year. We've given our offering in the spirit, we've sown to the spirit, and we're going to continue to sow to the spirit. Um... Don't have a crabby heart. Don't be, as Cindy would say, crunchy. Okay? James 1, verses 7 through 8. Why don't you put it up here and I'll read it off here. This, I, I need more space when I bring on my books. James 1, verses 7 and 8. I mean, I'm very aware, as you are, that we're living in an unusual time. Can you put eight up as well? Because none of us know the way other than Jesus. None of us know what the future looks like, except it's great. We know it looks good, but it's quite hard to kind of Be chirpy and happy when really tough things are happening. Huh? Truly, don't let, this is, this is about asking what you want God to do. Truly, let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything he asks for from the Lord. Next verse. For being as he is a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, irresolute, He is unstable, unreliable, uncertain about everything he thinks, he feels, he decides. You know, when I started my walk in the Spirit with the Lord, it was a long time ago now when I think about it. And I was two weeks old in the Lord and he took me up to heaven. You know, the Holy Ghost can do anything he wants. We just have to be ready and open and pliable, if you like. Be tender. He can do it. If you give him your life, your marriage, your work, your children, your family, he'll sort it out. Your body, your situation, your circumstances, he'll sort it out. Maybe, maybe it's sort of awkward sometimes to do what God wants you to do, but it's the best. So I'm just saying, if you feel trapped, no, sorry, uh uh-uh. God doesn't do trapped. God does release. So if your thinking is like, oh my God, I'm trapped in this situation, it'll never change, that's not God. Okay? Anybody feel trapped in here? Trapped in situation. I've been there. I'm just saying, put your hand up, you know. But you're not. The future. I think sometimes if I hear another message about, you know, the words of my mouth and the thoughts of my mind, and that's just going to change my circumstances. No, it isn't. It's going to take all of you. It's going to take you voicing and vocalizing your faith. God wants to touch on your faith. 
And if you ask God in faith, not doubting, not wavering, you will get what you want. Let's go to Mark 11, 23. Why don't you pop it up there? Actually, it starts in 22. You know, I've been thinking a lot about our faith and about this year and the future and what's coming. Have faith in God constantly. Go to verse 23 and then 24. Truly I tell you, whoever says this mountain be lifted up and thrown into the sea does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place. It will be done for him. For this reason, I am telling you, now listen to this, is Jesus. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. I'm not saying I've got this down. I just still am surprised when God does something that I was praying about. I was asking for in prayer. You know, we've had miracles happen so far this year, but sometimes we don't think a miracle is a heart changing. Sometimes we think miracle is a leg growing out or a back being healed or something happening. We think of a, you know, we have a miracle, we have things in boxes. Huh? Looking at me a bit spacey this morning. When I started in ministry, it was because I'd been to heaven and I'd seen Jesus. And I thought, well, how can I, how can I share what I share? How can I share what I've seen? There aren't enough words to explain how good it is. There aren't enough English words to describe Jesus even. His eyes, his smile, the way he is. It's just... It's just almost impossible to find the right words without writing pages and pages and pages, and then people get lost in it. And I'm going through the last, it will be the last, my edit anyway, (laughs) of the book. I've been writing about that. Because how can you go, how can you go in your life and say you're a Christian and have access to prayer And know that whatever you ask for, he will give it to you. Whatever. He doesn't have a a limit on it. If you need a car, he'll give you a car. If you need an orange, he'll give you an orange. I mean, he'll give you. I've been so gobsmacked at the things that God has given me in my life that I realize he knows more than me. He understands more than me. Of course he does. And he knows where we're going. And we're going to shift from this faith realm, anointed realm, to the glory realm. That's where we're going this year. Chosen this year is not going to be the same as it's ever been before. There's going to be a battle over it. There always is. I remember putting events on in America, and there was just this warfare. It's where I learned the first warfare. If if you're heading for something good, expect some challenges. It's ridiculous to say that we're not going to have challenges this year. (laughs) That's stupid. You know what? I'm going to have bigger challenges, but I'm going to have bigger faith. I'm going to be more intense in my intentionality. Uh, And uh, Deji, I think it was this morning, said, why don't we put the 
statements up about jobs and better jobs, increases and increases. Why don't we put our declaration? Why don't we start declaring? Why don't we start doing that? Not wavering, not being caught in doubt, receiving nothing, but actually coming into a place of faith, a place where I say, I'm willing to humble myself. I'm willing to die to my flesh. I'm willing to live wherever you want me to live so that everybody else calms down. It's peaceable. I recognize things change as you get older. Things change in life. Oh, you've got them there. Okay, well, do you want to just stand up and do it? Let's just stand up and decree it anyway. We're going to start doing this again. We say it together then. In Jesus' name, we're going to have jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the post, gifts and surprises, Debts paid off, expenses decrease, blessing and increase. Amen? Receive it. Whatever we ask God. We started doing it. I remember, Angie, you got your new car and something happened with your job. Listen, things happen when you start praying, when you decree and declare things and you ask God. Okay, be seated. So we're going to start doing that again. Maybe we'll put that... Maybe, Goshi, you can help me because I'm not very good on social media stuff. And we'll put it on the church website, uh, Facebook thing, whatever it is. Yeah? Will you help me do that? Somebody, Elizabeth, knows how to do it. And, you know, let's get that down. Let's start declaring. You know, I was struggling in prayer a while back. And um, I was thinking, we should be a church where people don't get sick, where divorce doesn't happen. Come on, we should be a real church. If we do all this singing about heaven on earth, how about some heaven on earth? How about it? Are you ready to go with me? I'm ready to step out where I haven't gone before. Yeah, you are. You are. But you know what? There's going to be some challenges. And it's going to take our faith. It's going to take us asking God for specific things to happen in our lives. It's going to take us intentionally liking each other, loving each other. Come on. Loving especially. Because sometimes you love people, you don't like them. That's okay. Just love them. Love them. Love them into a new beginning. We're heading into a new beginning. Somehow it's going to work out. You know what? Somebody said to me, oh, well, I guess we just have a personality clash. And I thought, huh? That's not heaven. I didn't see any personality clashes in heaven. I didn't. I just saw love saturating and going. And sometimes I can't leave where I am and go visit you. Sometimes I can't do that. I'm not that kind of a person. My life isn't like that. But thank God for Gosha. Thank God for people to help. But please don't bring your garbage and think there's no help. There's plenty of help between all of us. If we're really going to become a family, we're really going to get together, then we're really going to start declaring and decreeing. But you say, I wish I was closer to the Lord.
The truth is, you're as close to him as you desire. You decide. You discipline yourself. Bobby was talking about discipline. It's your choice. Make a choice to get closer to God this week. Just make a choice. I have the desire. I've decided. I'm going to get closer to God. How's that going to look? I don't know. You probably have some challenges with your finances or your health or your relationships. I don't know how it's going to look. He knows. He knows. He knows. He's wonderful. He knows. He knows just when you need a healing. He knows. He knows. He knows. You know, and when I felt God's presence, it was so strong. And I remember going down healing lines in America when God was kind of teaching me in ministry. And I'd come up to people, I'd put my hand on them, and I'd know something about them that I didn't know naturally. I know some things that I don't know because you've told me. I know because he's told me. Because it's for prayer. And doesn't mean we understand it all. I just know that when I hear him, I have to speak. I'm like, my determined purpose is to know him. That's what I said in that first scripture that I wanted to open with, about knowing our determined purpose. Please know your determined purpose more than anything. I remember going down the healing line and people were chewing gum and people were grabbing my hand and telling me where to put my hand. I'm like, God can, God can touch you. He wants to touch you. I don't have to put my hand on your head or your ears or whatever. God knows. He is the healer. He heals your heart. He heals your life. He, he's wonderful. He can do it. So my determined purpose every day when I get up is to what? To know him. So just make a decision this week. I'm going to know God. I'm going to get closer to him. In the most vulnerable place in my life, I'm going to let God be God. He's going to tell me what to do. Maybe you have a family member and they won't talk to you. They're just being grouchy, (laughs) grumpy. I don't know why people get grumpy, but I know it's spirits. I know that in heaven, there's no grumpy spirits. There's nobody having the hump about anything because God's there. God's the center. And many times we say, oh, I love God and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you don't. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in this mess. No, does that mean it's easy? No, it's not easy to follow God. Actually, it's hard because your flesh has a voice. And that's why I think this fast is kind of interesting that the first week we're going to fast, you know, we're going to find out what our flesh is saying. My flesh has a voice. You know, the other day Rod was on about he wanted some spaghetti. Well, my nutrition mind is saying spaghetti. 
You don't need spaghetti, you need some greens, you need a good salad, you need lots of water. Uh -uh. What did I do yesterday? I made some homemade spaghetti. What did he say? It was delicious. (laughs) Glass of wine, you know, the sugar, the red currant jelly in it, sweeten it up a bit. I thought, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Because sometimes we're so spiritual, we're no earthly good. And it's okay being expectant. When I was expectant with Jamie, my son, (laughs) you'd see my tummy come around the corner before you see me when I got really out there. And I feel like as a church, we're very expectant. We haven't taught about the birthing anointing. We haven't taught that. But it is possible to birth what God is doing. It is possible. But first things first, make a decision this week. I'm going to get closer to God. Huh? I'm going to get closer to God. Whatever it takes, the truth is you're as close to him as you desire, as you decide, as you discipline yourself. It's not like, oh, great. (laughs) Not a great message, but anyway. And your pursuit of God reveals when you press in for God or the lack of it, it reveals you. Huh? If you really want God, then you're going to get the best job and you're going to get the best place to live and you're going to get the best deal. We're going to have the best church. I don't know where it is in London. There's a place right near us, the Oval Theatre. It looks perfect, but I don't know if it is. Only it's kind of small, you know. God's got something great for us in this fast. Be thinking big. When I leaned over this morning, I said the thoughts of the righteous tend to plenteousness. I was thinking to myself, nothing really, just we've got to think big. Who are we? We're just a bunch of people. But if we love God and we love each other, we've done what was required of us. Some of you aren't easy to love. I'm not very easy to love. Don't, don't agree too, too loud too much. Because I've seen it, because I've been there, because I have some disciplines and some rigidity and some ways I like things done and don't like things done. And I press through temptations and trials. And I know that doesn't work. Don't even let it get in here. Huh? I don't have much patience with that kind of, you know what? I didn't say it. My son would have said it if he was here and he's coming. He's on his way. So, I think the thing about being expectant is expect the giver who gives you the gifts. It's not about who's gifted. We're all gifted in different ways. You're gifted in different ways. Learn, learn to communicate the gift. Learn to every day, whether it's church or not, learn to just be the one who does the right thing, who listens to the Lord. Because when I first, I was so hurt that people would come up in a healing line and they'd be so hard-hearted. What do you come up for if you're not going to receive? What, you think I have anything? I don't have anything. I just get very anointed sometimes. 
in healing services, and that's just the way it is. I didn't say I want this much or this much. It just, it is what it is, you know. But I'm saying, make sure when you ask God, you're asking him for what he wants. In other words, Lord, give me the faith that you require that matches the future. Lord, give me the grace. Show me how to move in the grace in this situation, which is so difficult. Give me the grace to move forward how you want me to move forward. You know, when I drove over this morning, I just thought, you know, there's just literally tens of thousands of people who need to think the way God thinks. There's millions in London. They need to think the way God thinks. Okay, we're just a hundred or so. We just have to think differently. I can't be moved by what I see or what I feel. I can't be depressed. I can't be beaten down. I can't be. I have to get away from it and regroup and go back in tough. I have to be tough because that's what God's chosen for my life. He blessed me with many wonderful things, but when it comes down to the toughness, I have to be the tough one. I have to say no to the earth's mindset and yes to God's. I have to get up in the morning and go down and open my Bible. I have to not necessarily open the door. I didn't know who was at the door. I knew it was somebody wanting the church banky. You know, all I'm saying is, yes, we're going to have a building. Yes, we're going to have an office, a proper office, whatever a proper office is. But I'm just saying, in this day and age, be strong, be disciplined, make a decision. I'm going to get as close to God as I want to, because God hasn't moved. It's me learning. How close can I get to him? Yes, you know, I've seen legs go out. I've seen blind people healed. I've prayed for them and been shocked myself. Oh, my gosh, (laughs) you can see now? I've seen all that stuff. That's not what I'm personally looking for, the power. I'm looking for the power of God to show up in the city. I want to walk down the street and people are shivering because God's there. You know, this. I don't have a problem laying hands on people. I haven't done it for much and I don't have a problem with that but I want him to show up I want him like when I need a car maybe the next door neighbor gives me the car to drive I mean I just don't want it in a box it's gotten very much in a box lately and if we're not careful we won't move on but I know that we are going to move on because we're going to fast and we're going to do the devil in and we're going to ask Whatever you ask for in prayer, it will be given to you. Whatever you ask. I don't know what you need. You don't know what I need. We know generally things about each other, but we don't know specifically. So I'm going to tell you, ask for the grace to get on. Ask for the grace to move forward. Ask for the power of the faith that you need to get through. God can do anything. He can do absolutely anything. Don't tell me, oh, well, he can't heal my relationship. 
there's no way you're ever going to work with that person. Don't, let's not, listen, if we're going to go and we're going to rent Hyde Park, how are we going to, what, we're going to just bicker with each other that it should be this way or that way? If we're going to have happy marriages, what are we going to bicker? You didn't pick your socks up. I didn't pick my tights up or whatever. Who cares? It's like, leave the small things. Betty King sent me an email, and she was like, stop fighting. She'd spoken to some businessman, and, and she said, how did he get successful? And he said, you know what? I, I stopped fighting with all the little things. What are the little things you're fighting with in your life? You're fighting about it. Give it up. Just let it go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I have my way. You have your way. It's Okay long as what needs to get done gets done. I didn't plan on my kitchen looking the way it looks, did I? You know, but it looks the way it looks. <laughs> Some of you haven't seen my kitchen. I've moved my office in there because I needed some space to think what God was saying and write, get up in the morning and write. You know, you have to, sometimes you just have to do some things. Because it doesn't work, all right? So when you look to the word, let the word be first. Let the word be last. Let the word be in the middle. Let it be in the beginning. Just start asking God. Start asking him. You know, you have what you've asked for. Where you are now is what you've asked for. Listen, ask for the... Oh, what do they say? Shoot for the moon and you might end up halfway or something. I don't know. I once met this guy who was the astronaut. I can't remember his name now, Buzz Aldrin. He'd been an astronaut. And uh, he said that he had looked at the moon. I said, oh, I've looked at the moon. It just came out of me because it had only been about two or three weeks before. I said, yeah, I've looked at the moon. And he looked at me like with really glazed eyes. Because I'm not an astronaut. And I'm sitting there with denim shorts on, getting my legs tanned on the beach in Santa Monica with his girlfriend, who's my friend, or his girlfriend at the time. And he was just blown away. And he looked at the moon. I'm like, yeah, I was pretty blown away. I looked at the moon. I looked at the sun. I, I suddenly, you know, talk about zeal without knowledge. You just talk and talk and talk and talk, and you still don't have enough time to say it all because you're just young. I was, just, I was just excited that there's another realm. You know, you can shift. There is another realm. Yes, we've got armies of angels with us, but there is another realm. You start praying. Depot starts praying. We go to another place. He just needs a rest today. I told him you were praying. Depot, bless him. He wanted to go over with Dej, and he wanted to go over and pray at our house. But... You know, I text Rod, and he just wants to, can he just have a rest? Yes. Can we not panic? His liver's falling out, or he needs a new kidney. Can we not panic when body parts start malfunctioning? Or we can panic and give up. Maybe I should have a T-shirt that says, panic and give up, you know, instead of all these ones people keep giving me, pray and stay calm and press on, you know. How about panic and just get stressed out and give up and fail, you know. Guy, how about Hollywood's never going to notice me and my books are never going to come out. How about just give up? 
you know? But no, I want to just finish anyway. So in Philippians 3 verse 10, Paul had a pretty wild life, you know? He said his, his determined purpose in verse 10. Here, we'll read it. My determined purpose. You get up every day with a determined purpose. I'm going to get closer to God today that I may know him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly that I may in that same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection, which it exerts over believers, that I may so share his sufferings as to be continually transformed. You know, determined. I'm going to stay strong-minded. I'm going to stay resolute. I'm going to stay single-minded. What's my form? What's my form is? God can do it. God can touch you. He can use someone as dumb as me and he can touch you and bring a breakthrough. And I'm happy to pray for some of you in a bit. And that's just the way I work. You know, that's the way I tick. Purpose, reason, intention. (laughs) What is my purpose? What is my reason? Why don't you just stand up right now if you want a breakthrough and just come up. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 